Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now to the fabulous big bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey, what's going on, Patreons? Man, that big bet has been working out well for me. Being able to hit up Dr. Kyle and his DMs. We're on a synchronized schedule. It's crazy. Every time I'm about to message him, he's about to message me. But uh, being able to bounce those ideas off of him and then being able to reach out to Memphis. Typically, I just do it directly to the him personally instead of a DM. But, man, I've grown and what, five weeks of doing the sports betting and the big bets helped. I'm able to formulate my own opinions. I do like some of the ones that they have, but listening to them and reading some of the lines and doing my own little research, I'm starting to kind of understand the ins and outs, sports betting, um, and it's going real well. Last week, I went five and two on my bets. Um, I hit a couple big parlays. One of the ones was Miami that I talked about with Dr. Kyle as soon as the opening lines came in. So, uh, big bets where it's at. Patreon, you guys are great. Appreciate everything. F- you, Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry, too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a f- in his pants. Todd Gurley is a f- snowflake loser, bitch. <laughs> Good Lord. Jarvis Landry has a three-inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a f- He just me over in fantasy him you know you don't have to drive me right what's happening everybody happy thursday and welcome to the fabulous big bet i am your host memphis and this is a division of the dwz football network and on today's show we're going to be reviewing the divisional round of the nfl playoffs and then looking ahead to the afc 
and NFC Championship Games, as well as the People's PropCast. We'll get into all that in just a second. But first, I have to bring in the dirtiest player in the game today. You know him as Dr. Kyle. And Dr. Kyle is going to hit us with uh, his own intro music. Normally, I would give him some intro music, but he has his own intro music. What do you got for me, Dr. Kyle? Well, Memphis, in in the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. I know that one. I know that one. That's Loser. That's Loser by Beck. <laughs> yeah. That's so fitting for you lately. It's a great tune for you. Uh, I figure if I can't win a buck, then I should at least show off a talent. Hey, you know, not only are you a medical professional, you can play the guitar. I don't know why you, you still play. You're a married man. Beautiful wife, Mrs. Mrs. Dr. Kyle. But uh, hey, you, you got you got to have a hobby and a sports bet may not be it. But I'm going to give you a minute. To, I'm going to give you a minute to hang that beautiful guitar back up on the wall, and I'll take just a minute to uh, let these people know that the Dynasty Happy Hour Contractor will be live tomorrow night on this very YouTube channel. But you'll only find the podcast over at the Dynasty Happy Hour. So if you want to see the audio version with me and my contractor guest, you have to watch on YouTube. And if you want to hear it. In podcast form, Dynasty Happy Hour, hook that up. So this coming Saturday, there will not be a People's PropCast. We're going to cover the props tonight on the show. Going to be good for you, going to be good for us. We'll help you guys get some better lines. As uh, last week, the lines moved quite a bit on props, the most player prop line movement that I'd seen all season. And uh, that means we'll be giving the weekend keys to the car over to Tyler and Lou. They'll be getting you ready for the weekend full slate of DFS action over at the Daily Destroyer with Lou and Tyler. And uh, just this past week, we we broke down the rookie running back class on Monday. And we did some rookie, I mean, not rookie, excuse me, running back rankings from our staff on Tuesday. So you can check all of that out in the archives. And uh, man, don't sleep on the DWZ, the football network here. Man, if you love fantasy, dynasty, gambling, we're going into rookie content. We're going to be talking about rookie gambling props once a month between now and the draft with me and uh, Dr. Kyle. I want to thank everyone for subscribing to the YouTube. We are 99. You, yes, you could be the 100th subscriber to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. And uh, that's a pretty good number, you know, considering we've only been doing this a couple of months and looking forward to a big off season. Five star reviews. We are literally five away from being at 200. Our goal is to get to 200 reviews and 100 YouTube subscribers, and we'll give away a random Dynasty Warzone hat from our friends at Viridian Global. Uh, if you're watching live, you can see that I'm at DWZ Memphis. He's at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And uh, yeah, we'll just get right into this. If you, if you need us and you're not on social media, you can hit the, the, the Gmail, Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. Been actually getting a handful of questions a week, so uh, pretty pumped up about that. But Dr. Kyle, we're going to jump into our weekly review. But as you know, the weekly review is brought to you by our friends at Viridian Global. Did you see the newest dish over at Viridian Global today? Smoking, smoking. So if I'm a long sleeve tea guy, I don't like crew neck sweatshirts. I I love a good hoodie, but my favorite thing is a long sleeve T shirt. So we have a very black, versatile. very versatile. 
you, you can really wear them about nine months of the year outside of those like three really hot months of like June through August, man. It's long sleeve T season with a pair of shorts. That's the uniform, mm-hmm. man. And uh, we have a new big bet t-shirt long sleeve. It's a champion brand t-shirt, by the way, over at Viridian Global has the new, the brand new big bet logo on the chest, like a four inch by four inch logo. And on the back, what's it say, Dr. Kyle? Money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Um, Even if, you know, maybe you play poker, maybe you shoot pool. uh, If you gamble it anyway, you got to have this shirt. And I want you to Google that quote. Money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Figure out where it came from. But you can figure out where the shirt comes from by going to Viridian Global. V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, viridianglobal.com forward slash Dynasty Warzone. Boom. You're right to our collection, hats, t-shirts, uh, novelty tees like the Hawkamania, and so much more. So check out my buddies over at Viridian Global and get the hookup on a tee. Now, Dr. Kyle, you have not been winning very much money lately as we get into this review. You've been, you've been on the struggle bus. It's been a rough playoffs, Memphis. <laughs> hey, you, you know, it, it, it's not all winners and, you know, the best gamblers in the world. So... Uh, yeah. I was listening to, to a story about a pro over a nine-year span, about 6,000 bets that he has done publicly on this website. He's 55% winners. And the guys who host the website were literally raving, raving about how strong it is to go 55% over a long term. So you're going to have your good weeks. You, you're going to have your bad weeks. Uh, the, the biggest thing that, that you can do is when you're cold, is, is turned to a, a show like this. Um, I listen to other shows. I mean, obviously, you know, if you listen to this podcast for any length of time, we love RJ Bell and Steve Fezzik from the Dream Preview. Great guys. Um, a lot of great content. Very, very humorous. Uh, I've recently started listening to the Pro Football Focus forecast. It's uh, got some gambling related stuff in there. So, you know, when you're cold, turn turn to someone, but but please don't feel like you have to pay for information there are so many great touts and and people out there giving away good information for free that you should be able to turn around a cold streak very quickly now now if dr kyle would listen more to me he would be okay what you got dk oh Oh, sorry i'm number one one little tidbit to add to that Uh, (laughs) it was another finger uh just moments ago but i switched my one finger to another one finger anyway i was just gonna say you know even if you don't agree with our takes, because look, the, the NFL is a game of volatility and momentum, moving parts and pieces. And really, like in any given week, you're if, if you're choosing a side, you're, you're choosing that side based on, uh, OK, how many times out of 100 do you like that side? And at best, maybe you get like in some sort of computer simulation, like like 70 out of 100 feels good. But that still means 30% of the time, there's a good chance you're wrong. Um, but at least listen to all of the, t- like, like look, I, I could spew any narrative. We can spew any statistic, but listen to as many as you can. And if one pushes you in the direction you're already leaning, that, that's great. If one maybe pulls you back from a direction you are a little iffy on, that still has value. Like, like Memphis said, like 55% was a rave, like, um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it's just a matter of listening to as many people as you can. Now, I will tell you this. If you enjoy gambling on football, you should have two or three 
podcast that you really like about gambling on football. Obviously, the big bet, duh, that's why you're here. But you know, uh, the, the 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 dream preview is a good one. Like I said, the PFF, but don't have too many. So yeah. what I found, what I've learned from hosting the Dynasty Wars on the Dynasty podcast is that too many of our listeners and too many of our peers that do Dynasty podcasts of their own, they have a tendency to only listen to and read other Dynasty content. I think that's a mistake. You know, get out there and mix in some good football content without a gambling perspective. So a couple that I like, uh, I mean, obviously everybody with gambling becoming more and more popular and legal in more states, everybody has to mention it. Everybody's sponsored by my bookie like we are, promo code DWZ Memphis, or you're, you're, you're sponsored by DraftKings or you're sponsored by, by FanDuel. You can't watch a game. My wife and I were watching the games on Sunday, and again, two weeks in a row, four straight commercials, four straight sports books. It went DraftKings, it went FanDuel, it went Bet MGM, it went Bet Three Rivers. Boom, 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 boom in a row. But get into some non-gambling podcasts like the GM Shuffle, like the Stinking Truth with Mark Schlereth. I love the Three and Out podcast with John Middlecoff. All of these guys are former players, former GMs, former scouts, and you're just picking their brain for their insight. And what are their takes on the game? And then you Mm -hmm. take that collective IQ, and that helps you make your overall bet before you do it. And you shouldn't have that many bets. You know, if, if you're betting 8, 10, 12 games and props a week, you're probably in too much action, to, to be quite honest with you. We do what we do here for entertainment value. And like tonight, I have like one bet that I really, really like. And the rest of them are what I would consider forced likes. I force myself to like four aspects of these games to give you guys a show because that's what we're here for. So I, I do want to get into to recapping last week. Um I'll go real quickly. My my four star, my my big bet of the week was Tampa Bay plus three over New Orleans. Now they won outright, um, and and I hate to say it, but I, I still believe it's true. Nobody beats TB twelve three times in a season. It just it, it is not going to happen. And and I say that tongue in cheek, as you know, Drew Brees turned the ball over three times in that game, and then there was the fumble by Jared Cook, but. Just all in all, I, I really liked what I had seen out of the Tampa Bay offense over the course of the last six games. Now, that was against uh, some some less than stellar competition, but that was my four-star. And in the rest of my bets, my three-star, I had a certain team. Maybe, maybe you know them. They were the L.A. Rams. Uh, they, they, were, uh, they were getting seven points, and I gave those seven points with the Green Bay Packers. And and then I was doing battle with my man Dr. Kyle here. You notice him uh, slinking down. You know what? You know what come to my mind when when, when that happened. I, I I had this. I see a mark. I take him down. That's what I do. That's the way I live. I know. I know. Listen, you're the guy who taught me all the angles, right? You know, I saw a mark. Dr. Kyle was a mark, and I took him down. I took him down. I am now two crossfire prop bets over on him on the season. It felt so good. Uh, I barely missed getting home on the over in the Tampa Bay New Orleans game. It was fifty-one to fifty-one and a half. Depends on where where you got your number. Green Bay, not Green Bay, excuse me. Tampa Bay could have done me a solid and kicked a field goal there at the end. You know, get your boy home, but they they did not. They got the first down, kneeled it out. Uh, but that just tells you how sharp the lines can be, man. You know, mm-hmm. this, this game lands on fifty. It was around. It was anywhere from fifty and a half to fifty-one and a half, depending on where you got your number. Pretty damn sharp. And then I had the Buffalo and Baltimore 50 over 
uh, over 50 points, and that was uh, that was my other loss. So I went two and two on my four forced bets last week, uh, but I feel good because I, I took your money again. And, and you know, um, you know, he, here's what I got to say. You know, Doctor Kyle is really good at this, but this is what I did to him. I never go looking for a sucker. I look for a champion and make a sucker out of him. I made a champion like the good doctor, Dr. Kyle. I made him look like a sucker because he wanted to bump heads with me again, and he lost again. Dr. Kyle, you, you came into this thing playing Beck, came into this thing playing loser. I know, know you had a rough week. Uh, talk about it. Yeah, I mean, my you know, my, my four-star bet, like, I, I was high on Baltimore, and, um, you know, I still don't feel – bad about picking Baltimore money line, Baltimore plus two and a half, whatever he had him at. Um, looking back on stats, like Baltimore really had the much that their offense moved the ball better. They had more yards. They had more yards per play, um, more, more shots in the red zone, a couple of Justin Tucker missed field goals, which never happens. Um, you know, right before that pick six, they, I believe there was a drop pass that looked like it had touchdown potential and that, pick six, sealed the deal, and, and then Lamar Jackson getting a concussion. So, you know, the reason why it was a, such a rough week was Baltimore. Like, I like the Baltimore money line, and then them being around the, the two-and-a-half, three range. I also had them in a couple teasers. So then when it was 17-3 final, it just buried me, which I own. Like, it, you know, don't don't get into it expecting that to never happen. Um, some And that's that's that was okay. I turn the TV off and I go to bed and everything will be okay in the morning because it's not life-changing money. Um, so yeah, my four-star bet was Baltimore. That didn't go so well. My three-star was Cleveland plus 10. Um, you know, we'll probably talk about this one when we get to the preview for this week. That obviously hit 22-17. Um, and honestly, like I put some money on the Kansas City money line after uh, after Baltimore lost on Saturday. I was like, okay, we, we got to recoup some of this. With the uh, Kansas City minus four fifty to five hundred, which is not always a great way to make money. And when Patrick Mahomes goes down and leaves the game, and the game is that close, you might shit your pants. So have some diapers or toilet paper or wipes. You know, if you're if you're a sensitive fella, have some uh, some some cleansing wipes nearby. Whatever you need to clean up the uh, the mess. That but but I digress. No pun intended. The Browns covered. Um, and then my, my, my two pointer and my one pointer, my one pointer obviously was Memphis already mentioned that, blah, 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 the Rams, the Packers, blah, blah. uh, what, what goes, okay. So, you know, we talked about this, I think last week about how some games are defined by a play here or there. And I was watching that game and I'll tell you what, that the, this is when I knew I was dead in the water and I don't know why when I was dead in the water or felt dead in the water, I didn't live bet this. I think this is what some of the pros do. Fezzik and Bell, they talk about this. Like, I think that they're great at live betting because they pick up on things early in games. Um, there was a, the, the Rams had a fourth and one on offense, uh, fourth and one inside the red zone against the Packers. And there was a false start. And here, and I'm like, ah, I don't like that. It wasn't even like the Jared Goff look or face of like deer in headlights that that led me to this. It was literally just this this team doesn't feel like it has it together. And I it that I'm pretty sure the drive after that was the Rams put the Packers to third and seven. And at the end of that play, Aaron Donald was throwing headbutts. And that's when I knew 
I was like, Aaron Donald doesn't have a shit together. And I watched it. I watched it. I was watching it on my, my, my phone without the volume on. Cause I was on a trip with my wife and you know, we were, we were doing husband and wife things. And I saw that and I was like, Oh boy, that like, there's no way that's not Aaron Donald's fault. And then it was first down. And that was, man, if I have to ever say there was a brilliant, brilliant play call at the one yard line, holy shit, put Devonte Adams in motion recognize man to man and then put the burners on him back in the other direction. Jay, I've never seen a cornerback so mad at a teammate as Jalen Ramsey was at whoever had the, uh, the, um, the contain on the other the, end. The, the, the switch basically. They yeah, switch yeah. off. Well, you, you, uh-huh. you learn a value, you learn a valuable lesson. I don't think that you'll stick to it, but just in case. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. So, so you've learned a you've learned a valuable lesson. We're we're going to get into some live bets again. There's a, there's there's no worse form of conversation than remember when. So we're going to jump into this. <laughs> we're going to let you know that the uh, this weekend's uh, bets and uh, everything are brought to you by our friends at MyBookie.ag. That's our official odds provider. These odds were live as about four thirty. Now they could have changed maybe a half point here or there. But when I wrote up this show sheet, they were accurate. Um, if you're listening via podcast, all you have to do is hit pause and go into the show notes and just go literally click the link. It takes you right to the sign up page of my bookie promo code prepopulated. It literally does all the work for you. It's exactly how I feel working with Dr. Kyle. He he gets that feeling. You know, he just shows up, looks handsome, plays guitar, you know, makes his bets and go home and loses money to me. But it's fine. It's fine. We're, we're a team. Everybody has their role. It's my way uh, of paying you, Memphis. It, 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 it's, your, it's, it's your way of making me feel good about the work that I do. But if you want to feel good about the bets that you make, go check out our friends at mybookie.ag. There's a promo code. You get up to a 50% sign-up bonus. And a couple of other little uh, goodies here or there. If you have any issues, uh, if you're uh, maybe not in an area where uh, sports betting is legal app-based, uh, I use the browser. So does Dr. Kyle. He can help you up. Any, any questions, any comments, anything you need at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. He can steer you in the right direction. So let's go to the first game. It is 2, I think it says 2.30, if I remember correctly, 2.30, Sunday. Oh, I can't make that. I have a dentist appointment. On Sunday, you're 2.30? Tooth? Get it? 2.30? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Guys, we didn't even plan that. And it works 50% of the time, it works every time. Uh, Tampa Bay. <laughs> The the uh, the Buccaneers are going to Green Bay, the old school Battle of the Bay. I'm old enough to remember when these guys were in the same division, and these guys are going to lock horns. It's Green Bay minus four, with a game total of fifty one and a half. Um, I, I have a, I have a couple of bets. I have a two star and a four star ranked game in here. What about you, Doctor Kyle? What do you have in the Battle of the Bays? Uh, so I got a I got my three star and my two star in here. Obviously, there's only four different stars to be had because there's only two games with uh, two spreads and two totals. Um, Let let me go with my higher ranked one first. Uh, My three star is uh, over 51 and 51. uh, I don't think we got to this in the recap from last week. I I wanted to talk about it because we saw it in the, uh, the Buffalo Colts game two weeks ago. 51 is very much a key number in totals like 27, 24, seems to be a very common denominator there. Um, so I would love to see it get down to 50 and a half. You know, hopefully some some cold weather information gets out there, maybe some wind uh, slightly above 10, but not above 15 miles per hour. And we see it dip back down. 
But um, if, if you look at the trend of these two teams, uh, both teams are very much over teams right now. If we go to the Packers schedule, so so Memphis, I think both of us liked the Rams-Packers under 46 last week, and I didn't love it, and something told me. Also, it also had to go with the, the Rams-Seahawks two weeks ago. Just something felt like, ah, it's the lowest total of the week. Maybe I should bet the over. And sometimes there's something about those feelings that you should follow maybe, but again, like – we're talking about what happens the majority of the time, but nothing is 100%. We're, we're talking like 55-45 or 60-40. You're, you're shooting for the 60, but occasionally you land on the 40, and that's confirmation bias. I digress. But Green Bay, over last week, over against the uh, – sorry, uh, over, over last week against the Rams, uh, over against the Bears, over against the Titans. Um, very much an over team. Their, their defense is not – Anything to write home about. They're a little bit middle of the pack on both sides of, or uh, on both uh, passing and rushing. And then we go to Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay has a decent defense. Uh, they still managed to give up 20 points to this Saints offense, which, you know, Drew Brees very much looking like the older gentleman he is who should probably hang it up in a year where, you know, he didn't have to play a full season. I, I thought he was going to bring it at home. You know, we liked his, his yards over prop. Um, and, and, uh, but, but Tampa Bay's offense, on the other hand, the New Orleans Saints defense was great this year and Tampa Bay put up 30 points. I do, there, that might be a little bit of, um, you know, in uh, medicine or healthcare, we would call like a false positive, like, uh, but I still against Green Bay's lesser defense. I like where Tampa Bay's total could be. Uh, so fifty-one points. I ver- like with the spread. Memphis said four. Yeah, right hold now. on. Is, is it down to fifty-one or is it still fifty-one and a half? Because last I it's looked, it's fifty-one it was- right now. Fifty-one Packers- flat. Okay. So it's fifty-one flat. Packers minus three and a half, minus one hundred five. I'll get to that in a second because I owe my boy JC both a cheers and an explanation of what that means. Um, but so, so Tampa Bay managed to put up 30 last week against the Saints. They also put up 31 points against the Washington football team. That was also a game we liked the under in. The Washington defensive line uh, has been dominating offensive fronts and quarterbacks of late. And TB12 had all the time in an evening game. Like we, we know it was past his bedtime and he still figured it out. Um, I very much expect this game to be a little bit higher scoring, obviously, because I like over 51. I guess I'll I'll parlay that into my my two star bet, but I I very much like Green Bay laying three and a half. The second it gets down to three, I'll tell you what though, I'm all over it. Uh, you know, three is such a key number. Uh, I I just feel like. So Green Bay, when they played Tampa Bay earlier in the season, they got up, got out to a, a very early lead, and that was my best bet, I believe. Um, Green Bay was going to Tampa Bay, and it was either a pick 'em or Green Bay was getting somewhere between one and three points. And I just felt like Green Bay was the better team at the time. They were just sort of undervalued or or disrespected based on their uh, schedule to start the season, and everybody was starting to love Tampa Bay. Um, and then all it took was a, uh, a Rodgers pick six to really turn that game around. And then there was no turning back. This game's in Green Bay, folks. This is Aaron Rodgers' first home game in an NFC championship 
in a season where he looks like the MVP. And I will not bet against that. And not only that, but they managed to get the uh, the ancillary receivers involved a bit last week. Adams ate, but so did uh, MVS, I believe, and uh, the, the, the Lazard King. Not the Lizard King, the Lazard King. But not only that, but they got the running game going. And so where I'm at with my analysis of, okay, so how do you choose – like, like, what are the key focal points? Like, I think at this point, I think I like LaFleur over Arians. I think that's a little bit of an edge with where this this Packers offense has been dynamite. Yes, the Bucks offense is clicking lately, but I still think the edge goes to the Packers. And not to mention, they are running the ball. Like, And it's not even Aaron Jones. I was watching that game last week. Jamal Williams. Hold, hold, like, hold, hold on. Wouldn't running the ball be more conducive to the under than the over then? Because because the yes, two go together, but I I don't think the I I don't think the the uh, the path to victory is the Packers running the ball. I think the path to victory is the fact that they are a dual threat. Well, then why bring it up? If it's not the path to victory, what what would be the point in in mentioning running the ball? Because I think that's the advantage over the Bucks is that the the Packers throw very well. And they can run the ball very well. And I think that's the – if I'm you know tilting the, the balance beam, I think the Packers get a little bit of an advantage because they run the ball better than Tampa Bay. I also think they throw the ball better. And with the home field advantage and what I think is the better offensive-minded coach, um, I'm taking the Packers. Uh, I like them laying three and a half if it gets to three. Uh, I, I love it. Um, and so so quick, quick aside, so minus three and a half – Minus 105, that minus – so it came up in the uh, the chat today where Aaron Rodgers scoring a rushing touchdown is, at any time is plus 550. And JC was asking about what does that mean in regards to other books plus whatever. So plus 550 means to make 550 bucks, you have to lay 100. Betting $100 makes you 550. If it's negative, to make 100 bucks, you have to bet – 105. So in this instance, it's minus 105. So to make 100 bucks, you have to bet 105. So minus 110 would then mean you have to bet 110 to make 100 and so on and so forth. So the fact that this line was four and it was four minus 110 means it's now moved to three and a half and it's moved to three and a half. So on my bookie anyway, if if it's um, it's generally when the in Memphis, you might have to fill in the blanks here. But if the line is is well set, uh, when it's it was like plus four for Tampa Bay, uh, minus 110, and minus four Green Bay, minus 110. And then it moved to 105. And then it, when it moves in that direction, they'll, they'll move the juice before they move the line. And because three is a key number, they'll move the juice probably to even money, plus 100, before they move it to – you know, minus three or plus three. Um, and and that's why I believe, like, I think the public is just riding this Tom Brady, you know, he is indestructible in the playoffs narrative and the Packers, I, I, for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers is just like getting hate from whatever. Um, I, I but, see the opposite, know. man. If you go on Twitter, everybody's rooting against Tom Brady. They don't want to see this man succeed. I feel like all the love is on the Packers. Saying. That's why it's so weird. Because he's been in 14 you know, conference championship games, so everybody wants Tom Brady to lose. Look, I'm, I'm with you on, on the Packers minus the four. 
Um, I don't care if it's three and a half. I don't care if it's four. Obviously, I want the best number possible, but it yeah. doesn't matter. This line is completely overinflated based on the first meeting. All yeah. that all that Joe Sixpack sees is that you know Green Bay got beat thirty eight to ten the first time they play, and we're like, why wouldn't I take Tampa Bay and the points? Well, I mean, the, the the Packers have an average margin of victory in the regular season of thirteen point six points per game. The Packers only had one game where they wouldn't cover a four point spread, and that was to Jacksonville of all teams. It was weird. But the Jackson, Jacksonville, they only that beat was a by weird four. game. Jacksonville yeah. had like a short field and like a punt return touchdown. Yeah, or yeah, but, but yeah, and and you know they they did lose to two of the three playoff teams they faced. Green Bay, they lost to Indy by three, and uh, they lost to Tampa Bay by twenty eight. And again, that's the number to stick out. Their third loss was to Minnesota. So the Packers were four and two this year versus teams that made the playoffs in the regular season. So four and two against playoff teams. Tampa Bay. Against playoff teams in the regular season, one and five. One and five against playoff teams. They lost by nine and then again by 35 to New Orleans. They lost by one to the Bears. They lost to the Rams and they lost to Kansas City all in the regular season. Um, they did beat Green Bay. Green Bay was the one playoff team they, they beat. My other concern, the collective health of the Tampa Bay skill position guys. You got Antonio Brown's knee. It looks like there's no major damage, but he's still going to be limited. Is Mike Evans 100%? And then Ronald Jones has been limited Never as well. Is the answer to that question. And, and, and the reason why I like the under now, 51 is like the line of demarcation. If, if it's 51 and a half, which is what the, it was when I wrote this show sheet, then I would go under 51 and a half. I'm not touching it at 51. I almost pushed the cross button bet. That's why I was clarifying what line you, you were referring to. Because Tom uh, Tom Brady will play well, but Aaron Rodgers is not turning the ball over three times. Nope. And there's not going to be four total turnovers by the Packers. That's just my gut feel because Aaron Rodgers has had seven turnovers on the entire season. Now, on the offense versus the defense, this is strength on strength. Green Bay has given up the second fewest sacks on the season, and Tampa Bay has the fifth most sacks on the season. And Tampa Bay is second in QB pressure. So this is strength on strength. I, I don't believe there's a huge weather advantage, even though the Buccaneers are from Florida. The game time temperature per weather.com is supposed to be right around 38 degrees. So you're looking at upper 30s. Nice. It, it, it's not like it's going to be negative 17 or something with the wind chill. It's no, going to be that's, it's, that's it's, honestly it's, good outdoor sports weather. That, 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 that's going to be very manageable, even for the quote unquote team from the South. So don't let anyone piss on your shoes and tell you it's raining. As it, as it relates to this, for me, 51 is the max. I see this being like a 30-21 game, something like that. And I expect a heavy dose of Lenny Fournette in an attempt to try to slow down the Packers. And a couple of these Green Bay losses, how did Green Bay lose? The Colts in the second half, they ground the ball with Jonathan Taylor. How did Minnesota beat them? Dalvin Cook, as a, I have my Hawkamania shirt on in, in, in honor of Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor, they were running wild. Lenny, Lenny could be running wild in this game. I'm going to talk more about him in the in the uh, People's Propcast version of the show, but that's why I like the under. The under 51 and a half. Again, 51, not touching it, but uh, I love Green Bay. I'm going to take Green Bay minus the points. I think you're getting an overinflated line. I think this line should be something more along the lines of four and a half, maybe even as high as six. 
I don't think Green Bay is as good as they've appeared. They've beat up on the Sisters of the Poor, including Atlanta twice, Detroit, Minnesota. A little of an inflated yeah, Tampa Bay. Yeah, and and so I apologize, but yeah. So for for those reasons, those are the bets. So for me and Dr. Kyle, we both like Green Bay minus the points. It's currently three and a half. We would love to get it at three. But I, I and, and here's the thing if Tom Brady wins, I'll be happy with that too. But that's not what my numbers and my process say. I like no. the under as a forced two star bet. And uh, let's get into the uh, the afternoon game. So let's keep this thing a trucking. We got the Buffalo Bills at Kansas City. Now, I had the line at three and a half. I think it's dropped to three. Yep. The total is down to uh, the total was 53.0, 53 flat. And so I'm going to take the Bills plus three and a half as my one star. My forced one star bet is going to be the Bills plus three and a half. And I like the under 53. I'll give you some reasons and then I'll throw it over to the good, the good doctor. So the Chiefs, the first nine games of the season. So right before their week 10 by the first nine games of the season, Kansas City was averaging 31.7 points per game. Okay. Since their bye. They've averaged 26.1 points in the eight games since. And they've averaged just 20 points a game over their last three. So this is a team that we often think, man, high flying, you know, can light it up at any time. And the first two, now it was in the rain and the weather in this game is not supposed to be bad at all. It's supposed to be around 33 degrees at kickoff at 645 Eastern time between these two. So again, not bad weather. And even if it was, it wouldn't bother me one bit. It's Buffalo, for the love of God. Buffalo. You know, but Buffalo and cold weather go together like uh, cocaine and waffles. But the, the first meeting between these Bring two and the rain. No, you're, you're going Big Daddy. I, I, was, I was going Ricky Bobby. Uh, the first meeting between these two was uh, 43 points in the rain. And even though it's not going to rain, the, the biggest factor for me, the absolutely biggest factor for me in this game is not Patrick Mahomes' concussion or alleged chokeout, if you believe Jay Glazer. For me, this is all about Patrick Mahomes' toe. Now, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not going to rush for 97 yards in a, in a given game. But a big part of what he does is extend the play. He scrambles around a little bit, moves around, lets his wide receivers or Kelsey get open, and then he launches the ball. If he can't move that well, and, and I'll, when you give us your handicap, you can talk about his toe if you want. I just don't know how he does it. I like what I've seen out of Buffalo. You know, they won ugly against the against the Baltimore Ravens. They won in a higher scoring game against the Colts. I just don't see this being as uh, high scoring. You know, the, the average total in a game in the regular season was just, just a shade under 50. And I think most of the games in the playoffs have been well under 50. From it's far. funny you say that, and that was my thought like three hours ago. And my, I was like, I have to look at all the totals between then and now, and I didn't. So I'm gonna try and hustle and see what sort of math. You're, you're, come up. You're, Keep talking. You're, you're, you're good. So I, that's my handicap. I I like Buffalo plus the three and a half. I think even if Casey gets them, it's going to be in a squeaker. And I like the fact that I've got the healthier team coming in. The uh, Chiefs did not have Sammy Watkins last week. You know, Clyde Edwards, Elaire may be back. They've got Daryl Williams and Le'Veon Bell. I'm, I'm looking for pass attempt totals for both of these quarterbacks because I think they're going to throw and throw and throw. Now that will extend the game, but I like the way Buffalo's defense is playing. 
to be quite honest. I like I think Tredavious White looks like Tredavious White again. And I think you'll see a lot of man-to-man coverage on him and Tyreek Hill. And I'll be curious to see how they handle Travis Kelsey. But I, no, no, no team has really ever shut these guys down. But, I mean, just go to the box scores. Just search 2020 Kansas City Chiefs on Pro Football Reference and look at their last handful of games. It's not been that impressive. And against the spread in their last nine games, Kansas City is 0-8-1 against the spread in their last nine games. So even if Kansas City were to say squeak one out 27-24, I, I still like the fact that I'm getting over a, t- over a field goal with a really good team, a healthier team. And for those reasons, I'm going Bills plus three and a half, and I'm going under 53. What do you got, Kyle? So Memphis, my four-star bet was and is Buffalo at Kansas City under 53 and a half because when I was doing mine, it was 53 and a half, and it's currently 53 and a half. So if you like the under there, get it now. Uh, you know, it's minus 110 on either side, so there's probably no rush to get it. Unless we, unless we got some high roller listeners, they could uh, it could move the juice. Any I mean, why second. wouldn't we? Yeah, I'm why, saying. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, Frankie, Frankie, Fingers could be listening. Who, who do we know? Um, but anyway, uh, for a lot of the things you already mentioned, I like the under, um, especially like yes, recency bias is a bias, but recency statistics are also recency statistics, and both of these teams are under teams of late. Um, yes, Buffalo has won their two playoff games at home, but they have, as far as Vegas is concerned, underperformed in both games uh, based on their their totals and spread. Their 27 against Colts was an underperformance. And if you watch that game, you very well know that the Bills could have lost that game. And then against the Ravens, they, uh, they put up 10 offensive points. They put up 17 total points, but 10 offensive points and actually if you look at the stats from this game and yes these numbers are not uh they they don't matter in a vacuum but 340 yards versus 220 baltimore advantage passing yards 190 to 188 baltimore advantage we'll call that a split that's you know that's that's not meaningful uh rushing yards 150 to 32 Hmm. i don't know about buffalo running the ball and then yards per play was baltimore 4.7 to buffalo's 4.0 uh, so I don't, I don't know exactly what's happened to Buffalo in the playoffs. I, I think they got, let, let's put it this way. This is my intuition is they got hot too early in the season. Um, Memphis is shaking his head. No worries. No, no for, for me, it's the same thing as the, as the Baltimore Ravens. The offense that the Baltimore Ravens plays is much more conducive to the regular season, just like the offense that the Buffalo Bills play is much more conducive to the regular season. Green, The Green Bay Packers, we think of the high-flying Green Bay Packers and, and all the points they score. They're the seventh most rushing team in the NFL. Only six teams rush the ball more than the Green Bay Packers. What you uh-huh. see with the Packers is, is an efficient passing game based off yeah. of a good running game. And that's the thing when when, when you know Lamar Jackson because Lafleur is a McVay descendant, right? And, and when in well, they're both Shanahan descendants, the dad, not the okay. son, but but they all work together at some point along the way. But that Baltimore offense, when you're almost one dimensional, you can start to take that dimension away. We'll yes. start with we'll start with Baltimore. 
If you watched every snap of that game, what did you see? You saw Lamar Jackson drop back. He looked to his first read. They were covered, scrambled around, looked to his second read. They were covered, and he ran. He he did this time after time, more often than not. How did I know this? Because I'm watching intently because I had over his pass attempts in, in, in that game. And it's like, it's like okay, if the wide receiver's not wide open, he's not throwing it. That's great in the regular season when you're beating up on Cincinnati twice. And, you know, you play Cleveland twice and you score 80 points in two games or, or whatever it is. That's great. But in the playoffs when you're playing better teams that are better staffed with better coaches and better game plans, that shit don't fly. And that's been the problem with the Buffalo Bills as well. The Bills got lucky to get past Indianapolis, to be quite honest. If Josh I think Allen they got a little lucky to get a, get, get past Baltimore too. Not, nah, like, at no point. Able to pick six, but, like, but, but so you point. just said all you said about Baltimore's offense. And Baltimore put up more yards per play than Buffalo. But that's great. But at no point was Baltimore ever ahead in that game. At no point did it feel like they were going to be able to impose their will on Buffalo. And I, I can't say that. I can't it was say three that. Three to three at halftime. I completely understand. But at no point did did Baltimore seem like they had a shot to win that game. You know, you were talking about they earlier were about, about that. to tie it. You, you, at, at no point after, did it feel like they after had two missed field goals. At 3-3, they were about to tie it. You're saying it, they had no shot to win that game? No, 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 no. I said it felt like. You were talking about oh, okay. in, in, in the game. At no point did it feel like that game was ever in any danger of being away from Baltimore. And the minute that pick oh, six okay. was thrown, everybody knew it was over. Yeah. They knew it was over. So at no point did Baltimore ever feel like they were taking control of that game. It felt like from the first missed field goal to every missed opportunity to some uncharacteristic sacks of Lamar Jackson, that it just felt like they, they, they never were clicking on all cylinders. And that's what I was referring to with, with Buffalo. When, when your offense is so one-dimensional that all you do is throw, well, you know, uh, Dennis, I don't remember his name, Spagnola, Steve Spagnola, yeah. the defensive coordinator in Kansas, is going to have a game for He's going to I have a game like plan for what this. Steve Spagnola could do this week. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, that's why I, the reason why I like the under. You know, yeah. you have a limited – not that – I'll take 80% or 75% of Patrick Mahomes over just about every quarterback in the NFL, every time. But but this is a game where there, there's a lot on the line. And, you know, I, I like the fact that Kansas City's been there before, but I just think Kansas City continues to walk through raindrops and not get wet. It, it just feels like they've – They've had it. So um, I'm ready to talk about some props, man. Let's get into some props. So you have well, I just want to mention, I got Kansas City laying the three because I got it at three. I think I mentioned in the DWZ bet chat this week, I leaned Buffalo at three and a half. It's moved to three minus 105, which means it could get to two and a half. If it gets to two and a half, I, I really like it. Um, but my, my one star is Kansas City laying the three. You know, maybe we figure out. Yeah, maybe maybe we maybe we come come to some agreement there, Memphis. I it's, 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 three, it's three and a half, or I walk. All right, um, then we got nothing. Right, well, that's how go. important the half points are, folks. I mean, it's three and a half. That's when I wrote the show sheet. That's that's what I was in. So here we go. We're we're gonna jump into some props. I just want to make sure to let you know that the prop cast is brought to you by our friends over at Hate Brand Goods, the Goat Shorts, another new colorway. Yes, come get my money. The snow camo is going to drop on Thursday at 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Central Standard I'm Time. I'm setting my alarm. And they are uh, they are going to restock the Mexican um, the Mexican blanket shorts and 
the original ones that started it all, the floral AF. They'll be coming up in February. I know you just broke your guitar. So make sure to check out our friends at Hate Brand. That's the HVIII.com. Use promo code Memphis and you can save money on all of your purchases, even new release goods. Again, that's Is it the 4 Hate p.m. Brand. tomorrow. 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central tomorrow. Yes. 4 p.m. Yes, my, my wife goes, are you really going to buy these? I'm like, I've got every ones except for anything new and and the uh, the Mexican blanket ones. I missed the initial launch on those because they sell out because they are extremely functional and they're fun. They are fun if they are not anything else. They are fun to wear. Uh, I love I the ones I get. I love when I get my clean laundry back and I'm like, where? And this is like, this is not a shtick, guys. Like, I fucking love to work out in my hate brand shorts and follow and me I, on Instagram. They, they are awesome. They are, they look like I've been Memphis. How many times have we referenced the floral AF pattern? Uh, you you want to get them so August. bad. You, you want to get them so bad and, and they're all limited edition. That's what makes it cool about them. They're small batch. It's a small company and it's ran by a great dude. And I love them. I love walking into the gym. Uh, they have a pair of like duck camo. If you don't know what duck camo is, Google it. And I, I I wore those into the other day, and it was like a record scratch moment. It was like, what? But, dude, they're, they're awesome. So uh, I, I cannot recommend them enough. Uh, and if you want to see me wearing them, deadlifting, squatting, doing pull-ups in hate brand shorts. Uh-oh, he, he's playing a little deliverance. Follow me on Instagram at... Memphis 185. If you want to see me working out in my hate brand shorts, you want to see me walk it like I talk it, I'll, I'll do a better job of reposting the stories from the gym. So let's do props, man. Went three and one last week. I upped the number. Normally I do three props on a given week. Uh, but in this last week, I went ahead and did four because, you know, why not? It's, it's the playoffs. I had two that I liked on one player. Uh, we had and, and another reason before I get into the, to the recap of last week and what I like this week. The reason why I wanted to do this tonight is instead of Saturday is that Kyle, myself and some of our buddies in the Patreon, we're in a, a gambling group, if you will. And we waited uh, very unsmartly to get action on Cam Akers. Now, when I mentioned this, when I found this prop on Wednesday, it was Cam Akers over or under 70 and a half rushing yards. Lay a dollar twelve. When we went to bet it as a collective group on Saturday, on the same book, which was DraftKings at the time, it had went to seventy and a half. Lay a dollar twenty four. So the so the vig basically doubled in, in in less than three days. And the reason why a lot of people were hammering it. And I also liked Cam Akers over sixteen and a half rush attempts. He got there almost in the first half. He had like thirteen in the first half. And that one went up to 17 and a half. We actually had to bet it in our group at 17 and a half, but I got both of those in. But I want to cover these tonight because if you, there's one that I absolutely love. I, I think it's the, the prop of the week. I think it'll move very quickly. And I want to get it out there tonight because I think this number moves. DraftKings does not even have this number up. Also had Baker Mayfield over 23 and a half completions. I'm sorry, 22 and a half completions. He got 23. It looked like he was cruising. He was cruising toward that. And then all of a sudden, he hit the air brakes. And if it wasn't for a wobbly screen to my man Kareem Hunt, we don't get home. 
but we did. And then I, the one loser was Antonio Brown, over 54 and a half receiving yards. He did get hurt, only had one catch, but uh, that's all right, man. Three and one. I am now 28 and 10 on the season on my player props over the last 12 weeks. And just think about that. If you'd have bet $10 on every single prop that I have given you, you would have won $280 and you would have lost $100 plus the juice. Let's just call it a nice 110 for easy money. So you would have bet, you would have won 280, you would have lost 110. You would be plus $170 if you had just bet 10 bucks on every single prop that I have given you. Uh, I've had a great run. My retweet is free money every week, Memphis. Hey, hey man, you know what? But we got, we want to get to these early because I, I think a couple of these are going to go. Um, let me get into my, let me get into my, uh, my, my first one here. Uh, let me give you some likes real quick. Now these aren't official bets. These aren't ones that I'm putting money on, but these are just ones that maybe you want to do some research on. I like Mike Evans at even money. So you bet a hundred, you'll win a hundred under four and a half receptions. I like Chris Godwin over five and a half receptions plus a dollar eighteen. So if you bet a hundred bucks, you get paid a hundred and eighteen back. Both of those are on DraftKings. I also like I've never I've never bet many of these or never really that I even recall, but they have these matchup props. I know Monkey Knife Fight does something similar. Um I like Alan Lazard plus one thirty four to have more receiving yards than Mike Evans, especially at plus money. So if I bet a, I bet a hundred bucks, I win hundred and thirty-four. If I bet ten, I win thirteen forty. You can do your own math. It's a decimal point. You just move that some bitch around one one side to the other, and uh, th- so those are ones that I like. Mo- almost all of these, I believe, all of these are in the the early game. I I did not love the props that were currently available on the Buffalo Kansas City game. I looked at Josh Josh Allen over three hundred yards passing. You know. Strong. That's a strong he, number. It's a it's a big number, and I mean, and he didn't do it against Indy, who had been giving up 300 yard passers left and right. He didn't do it last week against Baltimore. It just feels like the playoffs are just different, man. It's just different in the playoffs. So the That's first one that I the first one, statement, yes. The, the 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 first one that I love, I absolutely love, and I bet this before I even put it in the group chat. To be quite honest and selfish, I was like. I'll let these guys. I'll, I'll I'll let these guys figure it out and tell me what they want to do. I'm getting in on this. And this Smart, one is because it sometimes take a minute or two to make a decision in the group. Chat. Yes, it does. That's what happens when it's the Dave Clark Five instead of uh, just one guy making a decision, like it is when it's my bankroll. And yeah. uh, I bet I bet Leonard Fournette over forty two and a half rushing yards on FanDuel DraftKings. Still, as of right before we went live on this show, does not have a number on Uncle Lynn on DraftKings. I can only find it on FanDuel. It's it's lay a dollar ten. Like get the fuck out of here. Lay a dollar ten. I'm in. I'm in. I like this number all the way up to fifty eight and a half. I would bet this I, I bet this at that juice at a dollar ten and I'm getting it at forty two yards. Are you kidding me? In the last game versus the Saints with a limited with a I think it's a quad. It's some kind of a soft tissue injury with with Ronald Jones. Fournette had 48, excuse me, 49 snaps to Rojo's 21. Green Bay is the middle of the pack in rushing yards allowed. And in the last two games, the playoff games, you mean like when Tom Brady needs to trust you? He had 63 yards against the football team, and he had 93 yards against the Saints. The Saints are a top 
five rushing defense, and he had 93 yards. I think Rojo will still play. I think he'll still be limited. Uh, and, and I think Lenny Fournette, who's a, a more versatile back. I mean, if you watch the game on Sunday, Rojo missed a couple of easy receptions because he wasn't paying attention. So I think you're going to get Rojo. And, 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 if, and if they do get behind, I, I really think that it'll be Leonard Fournette more involved in the passing game, which just means he's on the field. So, um, you know, I think Tom Brady, they'll want to run the ball. Um, like I said, that's how Indy beat Green Bay. That's how Minnesota beat Green Bay was by running the ball. So I could really see – dude, 49 and a half I – mean, excuse me, 42 and a half is such a low number. I'll be looking for a rushing attempts prop on Leonard Fournette because based on 42 and a half, you would think the rushing attempt number should be around 11 or 12, right? Four yards an attempt or, or somewhere thereabout. Man, if it's 12 or 11 and a half, I'm smashing the over on that too. But mm-hmm. official bet, my favorite bet of the week, Uncle Lenny, Slim Lynn, as I've heard him called, over – 42 and a half rush yards on the FanDuel Sportsbook, lay a dollar ten. What do you think about that, real quick, Dr. Kyle, before I give you my next one? I love it. I, I, I honestly, you, you I were the one that like, let's just bet this. Can we bet it all? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, what do we got in the, 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 uh, the, the quote unquote bankroll? I was like, yeah, let's just throw it all at that one. Was, Dr. Kyle was just like, man, just fire. Just fire. We're, we're going to get a number. There's we're gonna only group. so many. Like, look, Dude, it, it in weeks one through 17, you got a bazillion options in the week or the two weeks before the playoffs. You only got a handful. And that one just feels like, you know, if you're talking like if you're a half full, two unit better, that feels like, okay, if you have to pick one prop this week in all the games, that's the one. With that, that juice that, and that, that number. That was my biggest personal player prop bet of the year on anyone not named Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, a little chef's kiss. Baker Baker, the money maker. Dude, everybody knows that I'm not a fan of Baker and Dynasty. No player, none. No one came close to making more money for me this season than Baker Mayfield. He won for me. He won every single bet I made on him this year without fail. That man's got the Midas touch. I had a season-long passing prop on him. I bet him several times throughout the season. Baker, Baker, buddy, I, I got to send you like a nice fruit basket. All right, here's my second prop. Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans under 63 and a half receiving yards. Let me, let me tell you why. So Mike Evans has struggled this year against elite corners. And when he played against Zaire Alexander uh, in the first game of the season, Alexander shadowed him on 19 of 24 total routes. And he got one target. How many How many targets, Dr. Kyle? One. One target. And in that game, he had one catch for 10 yards. Now, they, they did get up pretty quickly, and they, did, they didn't have to. And I know that going under a player like Mike Evans, who's a jump ball guy, I know that it could take one, one pass to, to bury this number for me, but I, f- I feel confident. You know, th- this is a number. He's only exceeded 64, so that's the number that he would have to hit for me to lose this bet. He's only exceeded 64 yards in a game in seven of 18 games this year. And he's had five or less catches in 12 of 18 games this year. You know, uh, Chris Godwin, uh, I'm looking for like a sneaky low key and no one's posted one yet. I'm looking for like a Scotty Miller over two receptions, like a one and a half. Like I got down on Van Jefferson a couple of weeks ago in the John Wolford game. You know, when they give you those low hanging bars, um, I, I love it. So for me, uh, and, and he's still going to be limited. I don't know. I know he played through the knee injury last week. He'll obviously play through it again this week. 
but an elite corner, tough matchup. And that's part of the reason why earlier in the likes I mentioned I liked Chris Godwin over five and a half receptions. AB is going to be limited. Mike Evans is going to be limited. Green Bay is not great against the slot. I think you'll see a lot of you know Godwin out of the slot, you know, working some matchups. So I uh, I love Mike Evans under sixty three and a half receiving yards. This is the same number uh, on my bookie, but FanDuel has it at sixty two and a half. For some reason, if you want to go against me and you like the over. Go get the over there because you, you can get an extra yard. And every advantage you can get over the dastardly bookie, you do it. So here's my final one, Dr. Kyle. Um, I did not get a chance to post this in the group chat with you guys, but that's okay. It's Aaron Rodgers under 24 and a half completions plus 101 on DraftKings, but it's lay 104 on FanDuel. So you get a nickel to your favor if you make the same bet on DraftKings. And guys, I am never not going to do this. As long as you ever listen to me in this show, I'm never not going to give you the best spot to get down on. And if it's my bookie, I'm going to tell you it's my bookie. If it's DraftKings, I'm going to tell you it's DraftKings. If it's FanDuel, I'm going to tell you it's FanDuel. I, I have allegiance to my bookie. They are a sponsor. They're a sponsor of the show. But I'm also responsible to you as the consumer to remind you to go get the best number possible. Don't ever give up juice. There'll be plenty of good bets to make on my bookie down the road. So, um, why do I like this number? He only had 16 completions in the first game. That was a season low, and he passed the ball 35 times. But what I really like is, and that, that game's an outlier. I mentioned that earlier in my handicap. Four straight games with 24 or less completions. But they put up a ton of points. I mentioned earlier, Green Bay, seventh in plays that are rushes. 44.7% of the time, they run the ball. And, you know... He has only eclipsed 25 completions in seven of 17 games. To Dr. Kyle's point, they do like to run the ball more more than you may realize. And if they're trying to run the ball a little bit in the first half, and if for some reason Tampa Bay gets up in the second half, it's going to shorten the game. You know, I, I, I think the number will be close. I think it'll be that 22-23 range. I may even be a sweat at 24, but I really think this is a good bet. I think I think Aaron Rodgers under. 24 and a half completions in the game is a good bet. So there you go, Dr. Kyle. Three people's prop cast bets on a Wednesday, normally reserved for a Saturday. But you're still going to get a podcast on Saturday. You're going to get Lou and you're going to get Tyler doing the DFS slate. What else you got for these people before we get them uh, home for the evening? Um. I, I don't do my due diligence as much as Memphis does with the props, but a couple that I saw because the, the, the Chiefs-Bills ones, like I looked at all of them and I was like, yeah, most of these are atrocious unless you want to throw like an anytime touchdown on like Kelsey Lane 140 or something. Um, but I, I, I'm on these these quarterbacks who are not necessarily scrambling quarterbacks but are mobile quarterbacks last week I actually I liked Mahomes over 24 and a half and he got to 15 before he got injured and left the game on a rushing play go figure uh and, and felt like that could have hit uh but Aaron Rodgers rushing number on DraftKings was 10 and a half uh laying 110 or 112 I believe which you know more or less is the the bet the best you'll get it um, so I, I like that. And I also, and call it intuition, call it, you know, potential for game script with Tampa Bay's, uh, defensive front. Like they get off to the quarterback. 
I don't know. I just, like the playoffs bring out something different in in quarterbacks that you don't see in the regular season. It's it's do or die, folks. Like I I just feel like an Aaron Rodgers like rushing touchdown from the five or the six. Like like the Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay they they, they rush the passer well and they stop the run well. Um, what better way to give him the this other than like a bootleg play action? I I don't know. It just like. I'm a big imagery guy. I'm a big like picturing the future future guy. Like I just see Aaron Rodgers rushing into the end zone, holding the ball up, doing one of these like this. This is my touchdown. This is my year. This is my MVP. This could be my Super Bowl. Um, and and uh, on DraftKings, uh, a Rodgers anytime rushing touchdown is plus five fifty. Like I don't know, five and a half to one feels pretty good to just. Just sprinkle something in there. No, nah, man, you're you're that guy at the craps table, just banging away at those prop bets in the middle of the table. That's where uh, that's where the casino gets rich, man. I, I I've never been. Here's the thing: if a player's really a good shot to score a touchdown, you're laying a dollar eighty-two, like you are with Devontae Adams. Or you're laying, I think it was one sixty-eight with with Travis Kelsey. I would just, I'd rather not get in the middle of that prop because it pays five and a half for a reason because the odds of it happening are actually probably eight to one. So they'll be they'll more than happy to give you five and a half to one. When, uh, How many touchdowns do you think Aaron Rodgers scored this year? R- rushing? Yeah. Four? Correct. Four? If it feels right. So, Four so out like, of 18 games. So, so no, uh would have been 17 games because they didn't play. They, they had to buy the first game. So they played 16 regular season games and one playoff game would be 17. Correct. So, so the, it happens what once every twenty two and a half percent of the time. One out of, one out of twenty two. One out of five. Uh, well, you're, you're being generous because it's one. It's not one out of sixteen. It's it's one out of it's one out of seventeen. So it's slightly under. So it, it happens. Actually, I think I take that back. It happens. Um, I did it backwards. It happens four percent of the time. Just a little under four percent of the time. Nah. Not dog. Oh, not four percent. Four. All right, four percent would be four in a hundred. This is four in seventeen, which is one in four. Ish. <laughs> I, I I like how you round to your favorites. Twenty three and a half percent. So so they're going to give you they're going to give you a twenty they're, they're going to give you five to one on, on on a bet that you 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 should be getting more than that. No. Hey, listen, if you want to go banging around at any time touchdown, Lynn, you let me know how long your bankroll lasts. It's hard, it's hard, it's, it's hard enough. It's hard enough beating them at 110 and 112 to go laying, you know, ch- chasing those odds. But hey, man, that's what we do here in the People's Propcast. And, uh, this is the first time I've had a co host on the, on the People's Propcast. I do have some guests lined up for the show. Uh, we're still going to do a show next week. So what we're going to do next week from a Super Bowl perspective, we're going to break down the game. We're just going to break down the game. Maybe we'll talk about some some totals. We'll talk about first half bets versus second half bets versus team totals. We'll really get into the nuts and bolts of this. And then the following week will be all prop bets. You know, now Kyle will be telling you to bet the coin flip and the national anthem and the color yeah, of the Gatorade. Uh, I believe Mikol Hardman because the Chiefs are going to win this week. I think his touchdown prop in the second quarter. Uh, with a backflip, will be somewhere around plus uh, uh, forty six hundred. Uh, yep, and that and feels you, like you, good. Uh, last time he scored a touchdown, did a backflip. You, you, you keep, you keep bucking those odds, buddy. And you, like I said, you let me know how long your bankroll lasts. But uh, 
He's a knucklehead, but uh, he is my co-host. He is the dirtiest player in the game today. He is Dr. Kyle. You can follow him at DWZ underscore PT. You can follow me at DWZ Memphis. And remember, not only is money won twice as sweet as money earned, but you can get a shirt that says that at viridianglobal.com. And uh, hook it up today, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day. Joined the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. Thousand dollars is a cool G as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles?